Hello and welcome. I'm Joy. I'm Heather. And this is not a dream. Whoop. Welcome. Hi guys. Da, 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 da. All right, everybody listen up. We got some reviews. I'm going to start with the Podbean one, and then Heather's going to finish with the grand finale. That's correct. Of the other one. Thank you guys for leaving these reviews. These Thank are, you. Again, they help us get seen on Apple Podcasts. When you leave the review on Apple Podcasts, five stars, we love you guys. Okay, take it away, Jill. But more importantly, they make us happy. But more importantly, no. Yeah, and they bring us up so people can see us. Yes. I lift you up. Okay, so this is from eight days ago by... B. G. Michael 23. All right. <clears throat> Whenever I hear about exorcisms in the 70s, I go back to the movie The Exorcist. They claim that there was a huge spike in exorcisms because of this movie and its release in 1974 in Germany. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming a lot of people had serious mental issues and found this as their scapegoat to be rid of, um, to get rid of family members that oh. they just couldn't help or care for anymore. Damn. That's sad. Dang, that was deep. But it lifted us us up, and it made us... (laughs) Fuck. All right, Heather, take it away. Thank you. Thank you, Michael. Thank you. That was all they said. They just said, like, oh, just like an here, FYI, information segment. Okay. So that's when The Exorcist came out. So it came out after. So that was... The Podbean ones are comments. The ones on Apple Podcasts are reviews Uh and are Thank you, Michael. We really do appreciate it. I know. We love all things. So... This beautiful five-star review comes from Emmy Lou, 16601. She says, I personally love the humor. For people saying it's disrespectful, humor is how certain people deal with traumatic incidents. To bring light to very devastating crimes is refreshing. I love how Heather and Joy play off each other. I hear that a lot, actually. A lot of people are like, you have good chemistry. And I'm like, bitch, we might as well have. We are best friends. Bitch, best chemistry. Why wouldn't we? Um, I, uh, the laughing is great. The snorting even better. Yay. As with anything different and unique, there will be people who don't like this or quote, get it. I listened to this at work to break up the monotony of my day. I feel like I'm sitting with two good girlfriends talking about my favorite topics, crime. Yay. And then she goes on to say one request. I haven't ever heard of anyone cover this story in Pennsylvania from my hometown. Betty Shade, who was killed on, oh, Lord, be with me for this word. Uh-huh. Wapsonon, okay, Wapsonon, It's got to be Wapsononic. That sounds good. Wapsononic Mountain in Blair County. Ooh. It was an incredibly violent murder against Betty inflicted by her boyfriend, Charles Solt. Uh, and then it says, quote, or not quote, uh, parentheses, incarcerated with his brother at Huntingdon State Prison. It was one of the first murders to use criminal profiling by the FBI. Ooh. It's a very interesting story. My mom's was friends with her sister. What? I would love to hear this story covered, ladies. You can find quite a bit of info online, and it was loosely and somewhat inaccurately covered on the show Mindhunter on Netflix. <laughs> Did Yay! you watch that show? I actually, I haven't finished it, but I've oh, watched God. most of it. I really liked it. I am obsessed with it. I was watching it with my mom, and then she kept doing other things, and then I kept doing other things, and I was like, all right. That was a great review. Thank you so I much. I love that. Emmy Thank Lou. you so much. We really, really, really appreciate it. I do think that we will probably end up doing that case because yes. it does seem very interesting. And I am always really fascinated, mm-hmm. don't know if that's the right word, by um, like wife on husband crime, husband mm-hmm. on wife, boyfriend on girlfriend. Like those are very like 
the crimes of passion. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And we also, I've been thinking about it. I just don't know when to do it. I've been thinking about doing that Iceman case that somebody oh, else yeah. recommended a yeah. while ago. So I remember that. We didn't forget about you. We're just trying to find mm-hmm. the perfect time. Right. Okay. So, should we just so, go ahead and get started on today's yes. story? Yes. So, it was already ruined. Heather already knows what it is. It's not ruined just because <laughs> I know what it is. <laughs> Somebody guessed it right, but I'm not going to say who, because I don't want to give them that. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> the one so, person. <laughs> so a while ago, I did like a question and answer thing on Instagram, and mm. I actually got a lot of people asking for more paranormal stuff. Hell yes. So in honor of, well, not really, in memory of Lorraine Warren, who actually just passed away at 92. Right. Oh, God, um, what a life she lived. In April, on April 22nd uh, in Connecticut, where she lived, um, mm-hmm. we are actually going to be diving into the true story behind Annabelle. Oh, God, that creepy doll. fucking doll. Let's do it. So I want to start out with like a quote from Lorraine Warren that I just thought was really interesting. Um, it meant a little bit to me. She's like a little bit of an inspiration to me, but we're not going to get into that. Um, it says, quote, it's not easy. You see things and experience things. It's more comfortable now. It's a lot more comfortable for me. End quote by Lorraine Warren. The reason why I love that is because I feel like they have brought a lot of light into people who have like abilities and things like that, made it a little bit more normal, Okay. even though it's yeah. not normal. And just to like be able to kind of like relate, because this was a comment um, when she was being challenged, talking about being challenged by people who are skeptics, right. and it's not something that's very easy to explain or like right. prove to somebody. So I just thought that was, you know, kind of important. And you know, it does suck when they're, because I immediately thought of that like TV psychic who was like mm-hmm. known to be a fraud and like was made it, are out. Are talking about the Long Island medium? Because I don't know, the bitch with the blonde hair who yep. people were like, um... My husband died, and she's like, "Oh my god, wait! Your husband died, didn't he?" And it's like, "Bitch! <laughs> oh my god, stop!" So it's yeah. hard when there's people that are like that, mm-hmm. that are kind of giving a bad name to people who are oh, not no. like that, but actually, you know, do have certain. I totally agree. Things about them that they can sense, and like being somebody who can like see things. There's no way that any person walking up on the street can ask you if you see anything around them, and you would just magically see it, right? Personally, because right. it's and like things want you like they have to want you to see them, so it's not like I can just like walk up and you be can't like, "Turn it on and off." Your grandma's dead, <laughs> you know? Like it's not like that. I'm sorry. Because yeah, that's very much. Uh, if you could turn it on and off, then it's like you could profit off of it, kind yeah. of thing. But that's not how it and works. And this chick should be like, "Your grandma's dead. Was she old? <laughs> why? Yeah, why she is she an old. Italian or New Yorker? What's wrong with her? Did she have gray hair? <laughs> oh my god, yes, she did. <laughs> how did like, you know? Oh, anyways. <laughs> So here we go. We're, we're actually, yeah, we're actually going to do this now. Here you go. Welcome. Okay. So 1970, a mother decided to buy an antique old Raggedy Ann doll from her local hobby store. And just to kind of give you an idea, like I think Raggedy old like Ann dolls, I think around like the 60s, they actually were first created in 1915. So that doll could wow. be pretty freaking old. Already, yeah. Just throwing that out there. It's probably not one from 1915, but just saying it could be could have been old okay um she purchased it as a present for her daughter please don't ever buy your kids antique (laughs) gifts especially not dolls because those are vessels please don't do it um her daughter donna was about to graduate from college why would you buy your college graduate a doll i don't know 70s but i'm not victim blaming it's fine 
Anyways, and um, she was graduating with her nursing degree, which is really awesome. Go, Donna. Um, Donna lived with her roommate, Angie. They put the doll on Donna's bed for decoration because, let's be honest, why would what would you do with a big doll? <laughs> um, but they both started to get kind of an uneasy feeling about the doll. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. You said this a couple minutes ago, but yes. I just what yes. do you, why are dolls vessels and why can't like a plank of wood be a vessel but a doll can? So I from my understanding cuz I'm not like a super I'm not certified in anything. Yeah, I know. Um but to my understanding it's um because there's eyes it has to do with Even like if the eyes. Fake, like, yeah, and being able to see through the eyes and okay. making more of a personal connection with a person. Because it's shaped like a person. That kind yeah, of thing. because like if I were a malicious spirit, I wouldn't f- possess your water bottle because you're just going to be like, why is my water bottle moved? Or like, you know what I mean? But you get more hmm. of a reaction if it's like a doll staring at you. What a, uh, Hypothetically, uh-huh. would it be the same if it was like a stuffed teddy bear? Like it has yeah. eyes in it. So that, that mm-hmm. kind of idea, like a yeah. personified Exactly. Thing. And so um, I believe it is in Japanese mythology, Uh but they do believe that anything that has eyes can be a vessel and you don't know what's behind it. Okay, I'm getting way too specific here, but what if Uh you drew a face on a piece of paper? So (laughs) that could be, I don't know, I feel like there could be something behind like paintings, but I don't know if you just like doodle the face. Interesting. Okay, I'm definitely picking at things. I was no, just do it. curious. Please do, because I hope this is long. I feel like <laughs> it was pretty said. long. <laughs> Not to you, she didn't. Oh! No, oh! Okay, so anyways. <clears throat> him. Hey. Um, so they began to find it in random places that they had not left it. Um, but it actually started with small movements, like it would change positions on them. And then it started to be like found in completely different rooms. Um, they would find it sitting cross-legged sometimes, and sometimes they would even find it just completely standing straight up against a wall. Oh my god. Which I would just throw up. The legs are like floppy, right? I don't even know how that works. <laughs> I no. Anyways. So several times, like one of the most common things that would happen is Donna would leave um, for work and leave the doll on the couch. And when she came home, the doll would be sitting on her bed with the door closed. No. No. So my, I'm just trying to be devil's advocate. Um, maybe for some reason Angie came home on a lunch break, got creeped out by the doll and like put locked it in her room. I'm just trying to think of things yeah. that might have caused that. Because if I were Angie and I came out and there's this creepy doll sitting there, I'd be like, hmm, you're gonna try to here think you of go, all. Donna. I'm <laughs> 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 gonna put that in your room here. Sure. So just trying to think of different things that could cause it, but I doubt every day that that would be happening. Um, so yeah. it was happening every day. Yeah, pretty much every time okay. they came home, like something, it was moved. It was in a different position. It was somewhere. Okay. Um, so a month into having a doll, uh, having the doll, Angie and Donna began finding handwritten notes, um, and the writing was in like the font, I guess, of like a small child. It looked like a small child mm-hmm. had written it, um, and it read "Help us" or "Help Lou." So who was Lou? We're going to uh, get like into that L-O-W. later. L-O-W. Yep. L-O-W. Uh, L-O-U. Sorry. L-O. <laughs> L-O-W. <laughs> sorry. L-O-A-W. <laughs> L-O-U. <laughs> Anyways, who's Lou? We'll find out later. But the weirdest part was the parchment paper. 
It was written on because the two girls did not own parchment paper. What the fuck? Ew. I just got goosebumps. I don't like it. <laughs> where? Okay. Even if it was possessed, where the fuck would the parchment paper... It doesn't... What, it just appears? It just I like... no idea. What if it's like going to the neighbor's house and the neighbor's <laughs> like, where's all my parchment paper going? <laughs> I don't understand how a, a demon that possesses a doll can have the ability to make parchment paper appear as I if dead from nowhere. I have no idea. It's creepy as hell. Okay. So, I don't know. I don't really want to ask Satan, but okay, let's, not. let's just move on. <laughs> Parchment paper. So one night she came home to the doll um, again on her bed, but something seemed off. She was suddenly hit with a feeling of fear and dread. She looked down and saw what looked like blood droplets oh on the back God. of the doll's hands what and the on fuck? the doll's chest. What the actual fuck? I would not be able to deal um, and that was the final straw, and she knew that she needed an expert's help. Well, where did the blood come from? Exactly. <laughs> I have no idea. Jesus. So gross. Um, but I'd be freaked out. I just, I would just be like, okay, I need some help. So she, um, they were really scared and desperate. So um, they called a local medium. Um, and because they didn't really know where to go, which is understandable. It's the 70s. This is not like a. That you, you know, can't commonly just talked it. about thing. Yeah, yeah, you can't Google it. Um, so they talk like they contacted a medium, and the medium held a seance. Oh boy! So the medium told them that a spirit by the name of Annabelle Higgins, um, and just throwing this out here, there's like the Annabelle movies, like with Annabelle Higgins and all that, like Annabelle creation, mm-hmm. Annabelle whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, just throwing it out there, Lorraine Warren was actually not part of the making of those movies, to my okay. knowledge, um, okay. because they can't figure out who Annabelle would have actually been. Like they oh. couldn't actually figure so that they out. Just took so they just made in, up some shit. Oh, well, they didn't figure out, out where the doll was before Dude, and all the that. The first stuff. Annabelle I actually loved. I got really, really scared watching. I it. loved the second one. That one was my favorite. <laughs> But. When she's running up those stairs from the Ugh. basement, and it's like, oh my god, I nope. like lost it. In no, the that part was really scary, especially with the elevator. Yo. <laughs> Anyways, so yes, um, so just throwing that out there. Yes. So the medium told them that Annabelle was a seven-year-old girl who lived in, um, like, on the property before the apartments were built. Um, they claimed that the she claimed that the body of the young girl was found on a field that was um, where the complex was later on constructed. Okay. So supposedly the spirit told the medium that she felt comfortable with the girls and safe, and that she wanted to stay with them and feel loved. Okay. So, <laughs> some so I put. But why is there blood on the doll if she just wants to feel <laughs> like safe she feels and real loved? comfortable there? She's like fucking homicidal <laughs> doll walking around. So I'm about to get like kind of deep here for a minute, just oh, because shit. I wanted to throw this out here because I don't want people to think that like the medium was like trying to like mislead them or okay, something. Yeah. So some people who have abilities don't always know how to control it or identify it if a spirit is telling the truth or not. Um, spirits are people just like us. They're just dead. And they have no obligation to actually tell the truth. And they can deceive people just as living can. Um, It's only when you're dealing with something like 
called the angelic realm, which is just like angels and stuff that mm-hmm. they would actually have to tell the truth. So if you're not dealing with like an guardian angel or anything like that, then they do not have any obligation to tell you the truth. And I guess if you were more experienced, you could tell the difference between it. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So um, it wasn't necessarily like the medium was trying to lead them astray or like get them stuck with this like crazy spirit. You okay, know what yeah. I mean? Um, and she wasn't trying to fool them or anything, to like my knowledge. She might have been, but I really doubt it. So sometimes like people think that they're helping, but they're really not. So yeah. you just have to be careful with things like that. Right. So um, Donna felt extremely sorry for the doll. Um, not victim blaming, because not everybody would know this, but um, what did I write there? What is my language right there? I don't know. Um, but, oh, a friendly spirit would never ask to attach to something like a doll or a person. Like, if it were somebody like a guardian angel who watch over you, they watch over you by choice, and they don't have to ask to attach to something to be with you, because they can just be with you. Interesting. So, just something So, to... if something is attached to something, does that automatically mean it's bad? Not necessarily bad, but it's definitely not angelic. Well, I, if it's not angelic, it's fucking bad in my eyes well there we go (laughs) but it could just be like any spirit who just like was connected to that or things like that but when you like go on to the angelic realm you have to like leave everything behind and then like Mm, all that stuff interesting so just throwing that out there um but donna invited annabelle just you know putting out safety things for y'all um invited annabelle to inhabit the doll and stay with the girls um, but they soon found out that Annabelle was definitely not who she claimed to be. Oh, oh God. So going back to who the heck is Lou. <laughs> yeah, thank you. So Lou is actually the name of a friend of Donna and Angie who later on like moved in with them. Boy or girl? A boy. Okay. Um, he was never fond of the doll and warned the girls that he felt like the doll was evil and told them that they should get rid of it. But Donna felt bad for the spirits. So this was after they went to the medium. He moved So, in. sorry. <laughs> this doll writes down on a piece of paper, help, what, help me or help Lou. It's like, help me and help Lou. And help Lou. And then they're like, you know what? We Let's should ask Lou. Lou to live with us. Wait, they, yeah, they're like, wait, we better help Lou. Let's just go ahead and invite him to live with us. Poor Lou. This is probably what it meant, right? Like, he can just live with us. Seriously. <laughs> what the fuck? Um, and she decided that she was going to keep it. So one night, oh, we just had the same reaction. Oh, okay. Okay. One night, Lou woke up in a panic. He had been having a reoccurring nightmare, but this time when he woke up, something felt different. When he woke up, he was unable to move. Oh no! And sleep paralysis is literally like my biggest fear, so Me too. no. So he's moving his eyes all around the room and no. he couldn't make out anything until he looked down towards his no. feet. No. Oh my god, I'm getting goosebumps. No. And there he saw the doll. It began slowly moving up his legs. What no. the fuck? Wait, uh, just... Oh, fuck. Yeah, like gliding. Like, they literally described it as, like, uh, gliding. I'm not even afraid of dolls. Like, any horror movie with a doll, I'm like, eh, whatever. But, dear God. The fact that it wasn't even, like, crawling, I feel like it would be... I'd be like, okay, this is, like, It would be more funny dream. if it was crawling, yeah, but just... but, like, just uh, literally gliding, because then it's... Oh, shit. No. No. Um... I don't even know where I was. I'm getting... uh. Um, But it literally started moving up his legs and onto his chest, and it began strangling him. No, my Um, He was paralyzed and became... He blacked out. No, I believe you can say that word. Try again. You can do it. Affiscated? Affiscated. Oh, my God. Assisticated. 
Asphyxiated. 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 <laughs> I'm like having issues trying to say it myself. Asphyxiated. Okay. Are you ready? Asphyxiated? No. God. Asphyxiated. Asphyxiated. There you go. Yay! Yeah. Well, oh my God, guys. Welcome, everybody, to English. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways. <clears throat> anyways. Uh, Wait, so he died? He blocked out. He didn't oh. die, but he like. I didn't think that they could physically hurt. I don't know anything. Keep going. I think that some things can. Jesus Christ, keep going. So, anyway, especially if you welcome it in and give it. Oh, power they did to. that. They did that. Um, so, anyways, Lou woke up convinced it was not a dream. Don't fucking blame him. Jeez. Um, and he was set on getting rid of the doll he had um, because he had moved in with the girls. So Lou and Angie were actually reading maps and preparations for a road trip that they were going in the next day, and they noticed the apartment was quieter than normal. So it was, like, eerily quiet. Okay, I'm like, what sounds are normally on? I mean, like, you know, like, people walking around, you know, like, they're in a complex, so it's, like, people walking Mm. around, anybody talking, keys, doors, like, you know, it'd be weird if I were in my apartment and it was dead quiet. I guess you're right, it's an apartment, not a house. Yeah, Okay. and, like, you know, your AC, like, no AC, like, it's just dead quiet, which I'm not really down for. Um, boop, 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 where was I? So it's quieter than usual, um, and they suddenly heard a rustling noise coming from Donna's room. They immediately thought that somebody had just probably broken into the apartment, so they were kind of freaking out. And so um, Lou quietly kind of snuck over to the bedroom door. He waited for the rustling to stop, and he opened the door and turned on the light. The room was completely empty besides the fact that the doll was slumped over in the corner on the floor of the room. Okay. It was left on the bed. Okay. So, um... I want to, like, sit with my legs off the floor now, because I don't like my legs fucking dangling on the floor. I'm like, I don't know why, but... So, um... (laughs) Like, nothing else in the room was out of place. It was just at all. Um, And as he... God. Okay. Oh, no. I've had something, like, not exactly similar to this, but kind of similar to this happen, so it freaks me out. Um, But as he approached the doll, he felt as if somebody was standing directly right behind him. And he turned around, and no one was there. That's actually happened to me, not this next part. Um, And so when he turned around, he suddenly felt like a pain just hit him, and he grabbed his chest, and he literally doubled over onto the floor. And when he looked down, he was bleeding through his shirt. He had seven cuts across his chest, four going horizontal and three going vertical. Um, And weirdly enough, it healed within two days and was completely gone, which was also really, really odd. What the fuck? I would not be down. And the weirdest part is it wasn't even scraped through his shirt. It was, like, scraped under it and bleeding out through it. Oh, my God. I would not be down. So, oh, my God. So Donna finally agreed that the spirit was not something good. Just took that. Not not even him getting choked. Like, just that. Um, it was not something good and possibly demonic. So she contacted um, a priest named Father Hagen, who felt like he needed to contact somebody higher up, <laughs> Father Cook, who immediately called you know, the Warrens. Honestly, get all the fathers in there. Just get them everybody, all. all the daddies. <laughs> Daddy, pastor, father. Daddy, no! So, um, Ed and Lorraine took great interest in the case, and after talking to Donna and Angie and Lou, concluded that the doll was in fact not possessed, 
but was merely being manipulated manipulated by an entity trying to target and possess a person. Ooh. According to the Warren, spirits do not possess items, which like it's more like being manipulated. Um, they just but, attach to them exactly. until they can get to a person. Exactly. Okay. So spirits do not possess objects, but inhuman spirits can attach to them and make them seem alive to get the attention and recognition um, of the person so that they can attach to a human host. Mm. Ew. In this case, um, they said they said that the demonics the demonic the demonic spirit had attached to the doll it pretended to be a little dead girl to play with the girl's compassion and emotion so that they would want it to stay Jeez. after being welcomed in it started to spread fear and panic and chaos and the claw marks on Lou were identified as the mark of the beast what there's a mark what i you know what I think it's, I don't know. Okay. So the Warrens um, believed that the entity would have possessed harm or even killed one of the occupants had it been able to continue for even just a few more weeks. Jesus. With how bad it had gotten. Um, The Warrens had Father Cook cleanse the home um, and the occupants. This is actually a quote um, from um, Ed Warren. The church that they went through was called a Episcopal There you go. So, quote, the Episcopal blessing of the home is a wordy seven page document that is distinctly positive in nature. Rather than specifically expelling evil entities from the dwelling, the emphasis is instead on directed is instead directed towards filling the home with the power of positive um, of the positive and of God, which I thought was really interesting because that's like when I cleanse the house, I normally just am like putting positive things in there and just like saying like go away bad yeah, stuff like, it's more like coming good stuff yeah only good <laughs> things can stay this is a home this is like i like that yeah it's kind of like the idea of um when you instead of saying like oh i wish i wasn't so poor you say stuff like i will find a way to make money you don't even yeah. say the word poor you don't even say exactly. the word unhappy and you're like when like, i go in i'm just like you know what like only good things can stay if you're here to cause harm you have to leave yeah Kind That's of good. Thing. I like that. Um, and just sending like good intentions and like good hopes for the family, things okay. like that. Um, so, to Donna's request, after the cleansing, the Warrens removed the doll. When they left, Ed um, promised um, that he wouldn't take the interstate in case the doll, now in the backseat of his car, still had the entity residing in it. Oh my God. It was. At what? Every- so, it's going to like take over the car? At every curve and turn, the car would stall and swerve, causing the power steering and the brakes not to work. After many close calls, um, Ed reached into his bag, pulled out his holy water, and doused the doll in a cross, um, and the case stopped immediately, and they drove home in peace. Like, after he did that, it completely was fine. The car was fine. What the fuck? Yeah, every turn, it would, like, stall, and they would, like, almost, like, lose control. I love that they're so professional that they just had, like, the like, the forward thought of being, like, I'm just not going to take the freeway. Like, exactly. they just knew. <laughs> exactly. Because Lorraine was just like, hey, you, we can't. Like, that is so crazy. Mm-hmm. Didn't you say that, like, something about planes or something with them? Yeah. So when we're talking about, I always keep forgetting what we The Amityville, Amityville. Like, things can, like, if they're there, they can mess with, like, mechanical things. So, like, with the entity with that, she yeah. didn't want to talk about it when she was on the plane because she was scared that she by talking talk about, about it, it, on the it was plane. acknowledging it, and it would come and possibly crash the plane. Fuck. So just be careful with these kinds of things. These are not things to play with. 
Um, so when they first got home, Ed put the doll in a chair next to his desk, um, and he noticed that it would start to lift a little bit off the chair, um, like a few times, and then it would just kind of fall back down. Like it was almost like trying to move. God, that's crazy. Um, but. Um, however, over the next couple, this only happened for a few days, but over the next couple weeks, the doll began appearing in different rooms, even though when the Lawrence would leave their house, they locked it in the office, literally locked the door. Damn. They would usually come home and it would be sitting in a chair upstairs next to Ed's side of the bed. No. Mm. Like literally it went upstairs. Mm. I just picture it like in hereditary, like floating up. <laughs> Absolutely what I was thinking, too. Ew, no. That's a great movie. <laughs> Until Isaiah ruins it. Until Isaiah goes, oh, my God. Literally the theater. dead quiet part of, this, of the movie, and I, my freaking fiancé just bust out laughing, and I'm like, I It's funnier because you. he didn't do it on purpose. I think that's he what's didn't. so funny. He didn't. He was trying so hard he not to laugh. And he accidentally like, laughed <laughs> so loud in a quiet theater at such a serious <laughs> moment. It's the worst. So one day, a young clergyman named um, Father Jason Bradford get all those fathers (laughs) came over to pick up the doll. Came over, he picked up the doll and said, "You're just a rag doll, Annabelle. You can't hurt anybody." And threw it back onto the chair. Ed warned, "Quote: That's one thing you better not say." End quote. The other one was a quote too. I just didn't say it. And the Warrens warned him to be very, very, very careful on his drive home. So, like, priests would come in and out because they were, like, savvy with the Catholics. So What the fuck? So this priest comes in and is, like, you know, badmouths this doll. And then Ed Warren's, like, be careful driving home because of that? mm -hmm. Jeez. So Lorraine literally begged him, begged him to be super, super cautious and call her when he arrived home. Oh, God. They received a call later. Where And the priest told him that his brakes did not work as he um, entered a super busy intersection. No. He had almost died, and his car oh, was completely totaled. But still. Thank God he didn't Jesus. die. But his car was completely destroyed in the crash. Like, his wow. brakes just straight didn't work. Jeez. So the... <laughs> Gosh. So the Warrens had a special case built for Annabelle that is blessed several times a week by a priest and now resides. Well, it resided in the beginning, too. But, you know, when they made it. And so yeah. now resides in their museum. Um, they actually have a museum in like Where do they house. live? Connecticut? Connecticut. Where? Do you know the city? I think it's Monroe. I have it written down. When I think of Connecticut, I just think of like the most beautiful places ever. Like, I bet it's so beautiful there. It hurts. I want to go. Me too. Oh my god, you, I would fucking love to go. <laughs> we'll just not go here. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, but um, several times a week by a priest. Da, 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 da. Sounds being, uh, uh, okay. So um, they have it like being blessed all the time, and since being in the case, it has not moved. But one day, a young man and his girlfriend came to the museum. Is this? Sorry, is this still like in the seventies, or is this like more? I think this is day? later on. I can't remember what the year was because I didn't um, okay. look up what year this is, but it was probably like later on. I'm okay. guessing nineties because this just sounds like a nineties move. <laughs> let's go. Let's just <laughs> let's split between let's the seventies and now. It was the nineties. You know what? Just the nineties. <laughs> so, um, him. Do do do. So this guy literally started banging on the glass and told the doll to put scratches on him, challenging the doll because he didn't think it was real and that it was just some joke. I hate this guy so much. Yep. 
I hate this guy so much. Ed told him, son, you need to leave. Son? (laughs) So, wait, no. What? I think Ed died in 79. I don't remember. Anyways, maybe it was in the 90s. Okay, so it's obviously at some point before he died. Oh, wait, no. He died at the age of 79. I'm looking it up now. Please do. So if Lorraine is 90. Oh, that means they're together again now. I know. Fuck. It kind of I actually forgot that he was already He dead. died of, I think he died of a heart attack at 79. Ed died in 2006. 2006. So you know, let's just say it's the 90s. because Sure. We can still say it's the 90s. It just sounds like something that would happen in the 90s. Actually, it would happen still now because people are idiots. Well, he's wearing like his Blank-182 shirt. I just like, pictured... I'm so fucking cool. No, they like literally took a motorcycle. So I'm just picturing like this like Blink-182. Like, yeah, the motorcycle, Jinko jeans like, The on. leather jacket. Oh, anyways. So... Frosty <laughs> Challenging the doll, Ed told him he needed to leave. Um, and the man and his girlfriend headed home on his motorcycle. Oh, Jesus. And very, very tragically, he lost control and crashed head on into a tree. He was killed instantly, and the girlfriend was in the hospital for a year. Oh my God. When asked what happened, the girl said that they were laughing and making fun of the doll when they lost control of the bike. Ed Jeez. warned not to ever challenge the doll, and um, there are now warnings all over the museum. To be honest, I'm surprised that they even let people see it. If now it's that like, dangerous. It's like all over. They like make sure that everybody's very careful. They warn everybody who goes in there. I wonder, why do you think they let people see it? Like, why, why even like take that chance, you know? I, I wonder. I think, I honestly don't know. I think that maybe it's like they might not have anywhere else to really put it because they have it in the museum mm-hmm. of all this other stuff that they've taken. Maybe they taken. just don't want to move it from there. Yeah, I think that they're worried about moving it, like people who would be moving it. Mm-hmm. They have the whole museum blessed like multiple times a week. So I'm guessing that maybe they just keep it in there because they feel like it's the safest place for it to be. That makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and then, you know, they just make sure to warn everybody. And I think it's at the very, very back, and they tell people, if, like, like, if you don't feel comfortable, don't even go back there. Honestly, I feel like I probably wouldn't go near it if I went to their museum. Mm-hmm. I feel like I just wouldn't want to. So I think that we should take a Vegas trip, too, because... Oh, shit, um, what's in Vegas? Zach Bobaggins. Zach Baggins of Ghost Hunters. Oh, my God. He has his own haunted Wait. museum in Vegas. Wait, is that the one that was... He's a total geek. Is he like, the one that did that movie that we saw? Yeah. Okay. So being real, Zach Bobaggins is a fucking weirdo. Like, he's like, <laughs> I'm sorry, Mariah, if you're listening to this, because I know you think he's the hottest person Also, here, I'm sorry, Zach, if you're listening to this. <laughs> Zach, shit. I'm sorry. You know what? You're pretty attractive, <laughs> but sometimes you do things that are real stupid. So just throwing that out there, I don't think that they are, like, the most, like, you guys go watch that show kind of a thing. I don't idolize them because I don't think that they approach things always the best way. They but. are very challenging and poor fucking... They always send Aaron into, like, whatever they don't want to do alone. They're like, oh, this is supposed to be the scariest part and somebody, like, like killed 20 people here? Aaron, please be there. We're going to lock you in there for, like, five hours. Okay, so alone. there's a museum in there Vegas? Yes, I'm sorry. So that's, like, what, four and a half, five hours away from us? Yes, like, and we need to have a Vegas trip. I want to go to the we... Museum of Death, too. Oh, my God, you know I would love that. Let's do it. I'm like, we should invite Christy, but also Christy would hate to do all the things that we want. I think she'd want to come along just to like not be left out, but she'd hate it, I think. <laughs> so yeah, that is that's all I got for you. Okay, I have questions. Yes, ask me anything. So they legitimately don't know what demon is in this doll, and 
is it still there to this day, like in the doll? Like it can't go anywhere else. Yes, so they like confined it to the doll so that it couldn't go anywhere else. Since the 70s, okay. Um, to my knowledge, I didn't, I was really tired last night. I did this all last night. And I'm so I know that there's a few other cases of people challenging the dolls and horrible mm. things happening to them. So I think that like it still is still there and they have to like. They don't, but they, like, you know how sometimes mm-hmm. they'll, they'll be able to tell like the, the name of a certain demon that, you know, is it fucking mm-hmm. Baphomet? Is that the name of a demon? I don't know. I don't know. But I know that they, like, to, like, this is my idea for that is I think that maybe they would rather keep it there where it can't harm anybody than like be like I say your name demon I expel you back to hell where it can properly come so back. They just don't want to mess with it anymore but, would, yeah. but in their time of having it and during the time where they dealt with it before they put it in the case they never found out more information about it. I don't think that they really wanted to mess with it. For, to my knowledge I did not see anything about finding out what it is. Things huh. like that. I honestly feel like if I were Lorraine, I wouldn't want to give it that pleasure of trying to figure out who you are. Yeah, that's just you're just stuck here and you're done. Attention. You're not going to hurt anything anymore. That's so interesting. That would be my idea. Wait a minute. So what happens to it now that the, the Warrens are both dead? They do have a daughter. Oh, she's taking care of it. Um, and I'm sure that they had people. I mean, Lorraine's probably not stupid. Like, I, mean, I think that she probably had people lined up to keep taking care of everything. Yeah, I wonder who. Especially I guess when it you're probably, 92, you probably got a plan. It's just, it's interesting. I mean, as it gets passed down, I wonder if there's ever going to. I mean, there there has to be a time at some point where my it's going to. My big fear is like, what if somebody just like takes over the museum and just like tries to make money and sells all this shit? That's what I'm just, saying. Like, I'm like, I feel world. like eventually something's going to happen. Like maybe. A hundred years from now, somebody takes over it and is like, "Fuck all this!" And it, what if what if the <laughs> demon's just over it by now? And it's like, you know, I give up. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> wow, that's that's pretty interesting. So, yes. Do you think there's any part of it that isn't true or so like, embellished to any point? So, hmm. I feel like everything that's in there didn't seem, to me, none of it seemed too, too over the top. I would say maybe, maybe like the parchment or something. I don't know. Maybe that guy really did have sleep paralysis. The only thing is you can't really explain the scratches, especially when there's like multiple people that saw it. Yeah. I'm always like... I don't know about the blood stain on the doll's hands because I don't think that they were there after that. But then, like, what would actually cause her to freak out so much that she would call a medium? Right. There's just, like, some different things that, you know, it's kind of... Hmm. I think that maybe he really did have sleep paralysis because when you're really scared of something, you know what I mean? Like, that it can be in your mind and you can really have something like that happen. Totally. And I think maybe sometimes maybe one of the girls maybe did get freaked out and, like, move it out of the room or something like that. Sure. Um, I definitely feel like, you know, especially with all the things that have happened with vehicles, I don't really totally question one of the vehicle stories not being true. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, I but, don't, the only thing that I don't totally, I don't think, I don't know cause I wasn't there, but the doll like levitating off the chair. I don't know if I really believe that. Hmm. That okay. to me seems a little out there. I mean, obviously, all of this stuff is kind of out there, but like, <laughs> I don't know. I just don't feel like it would do it right in front of you. Especially if the yeah. whole time it was like doing things in secret, I don't feel Waiting. like it'd be like, oh, hello. 
I'm floating. I don't know. That that just seemed a little bit weird. I wonder if maybe it's just like he was freaked out, so out of the corner of his eye or like what was happening. But obviously I wasn't there, so it's kind of hard to. Um, do you think? Yes. Or I guess why do you think mm-hmm. there's so few stories like this out there? Like it, you'd think that if something like this happened, especially in the era of cell phones and videos all over the place and always being connected to the social media, how come more stuff, we don't see more stuff? So I know that like still some things do happen. Like this is not the only famous doll possession case. There's actually quite a few. There's one that's actually more famous than this. Of I, guess, I guess I should say... How have we not captured it? How That, but also... There's millions and there's what billions of people on this earth. Mm-hmm. Why are there not billions of dolls doing this? Like, is it just it's very, very, very rare or like I feel like it's would be very rare because I don't feel like, you know, like they how it's kind of explained is normally it's got to be something that's not human. Yeah does this not like just any person who dies can be like you know what i kind of want to make this doll go around right and over time too like when you like let's say you were like just some horrible person when you first die you want to start doing things like (laughs) it's almost like a muscle you have to keep working it before you can even have the strength to like make a noise what if ted bundy came back and like fucking haunted people because he's just such a fucking i would literally freaking die (laughs) actually i wouldn't because then he'd get his way i'd be like no um, well, you're stupid. I, I have one that. more question. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. What happened to you when you were researching this? I've just got a lot of weird things. So I've never felt uncomfortable in my apartment until mm-hmm. like recently. Damn it. Um, it was kind of like the minute I kind of decided I wanted to do this. I just kind of got this gut feeling that maybe I shouldn't. And then I was just like, yeah, I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> and so, because that's me. <laughs> And now I just get really uncomfortable if Isaiah's not there. I Mm. feel like I keep noticing, like, things out of the corner of my eye. It feels like there's somebody standing next to me. When I was writing this, I was actually sitting at my kitchen table, and it felt like there was somebody standing behind me. Jesus. Like, waiting for me to turn around. No. Or, like, I would be, like, when I, okay, low-key, well, I guess we all going to know this. When I get scared, I have to pee with the door open. Oh, yeah. And it kept feeling like, it kept feeling like something was going to slam it closed. Fuck. Like, it just kept getting really uncomfortable. Like, (laughs) I'm sorry. Everybody, please. I'm thinking of, there's been so many times where you've asked me to make sure, like, go with you to the bathroom because you're scared. I get scared. But I remember... (laughs) The funniest one was the one where we went to to the IMAX movie to go see The Nun or what it was. Probably something stupid. The Nun. And it was a theater, like a movie theater. And you're like, please come with me to this bathroom. It was like a big bathroom with like a bunch of stalls. And I'm like, That's the worst. Like, why do I have to come with you? And I was like, you're going to be fine in there. There's like other people in there. You're fine. I'm just like, no, I need you to come with me. I have me. a fear that everybody's going <laughs> to leave me alone in there. And then like the all hell is going to break loose. And so I had to go in there and I'm pretty sure i had like a big thing of popcorn i was just like standing there waiting for you to pee (laughs) and there was that time in jerome where you're like i need you to come in here with me and it was like a two by four tiny little bathroom (laughs) heather obviously is the best friend ever so like low-key i used to have horrible things happen to me when i was like growing up because we had like a ghost in in the house 
Oh yeah. Oh, I would have things. Um, I remember at one point, like I would be taking showers. I'm scared, like to take showers too. Like when like things start happening, because oh, I would be taking a shower and I would look down in the crack. There would be someone staring at. No. Me. What the fuck? <laughs> That's happened multiple times. What the um, fuck? Or like I'll be in the bathroom and there'll be somebody standing behind the shower curtain. What? Wait. Like, what let's crack are you looking through? There's a person. Yeah. Like, you know how there's, like, a shower curtain? You know how, like, sometimes there's, like, the that The crack little... of the fucking shower curtain? Yeah. Oh like, at the very bottom. Or I'd feel like there'd be somebody right behind oh. me in the shower. Or I'd be, like, peeing, and I would look up, and I would see somebody, like, peeking out from behind the shower curtain. Like, I you know would what? always have to have it open. You know what? I'm just going to uh-huh. kill myself right no, now. No, please <laughs> So that's why I get very scared. So I need like things don't happen if I'm with somebody. So that's why I really normally, yeah. Why normally? That's interesting. Normally, things like that aren't super powerful. So like, oh my god, when they know that somebody can see them, they're gonna mess with them, and you're most vulnerable when you're alone. Wow, that sounds creepy. But that sounds horrifying. I hope John gets home soon. That's why I always like to be with somebody, like especially when things kind of until like you know sometimes things will try to mess with you, and if they can't mess with you, then they just like leave you alone. Okay, but I still have to cleanse my house because I don't know what's going on. But I've never felt uncomfortable in my house, so it's freaking me out. You have to let me know if anything else happens. I hope to God it doesn't. I really hope not. I yeah. So jeez. Yeah, and I just gave away my sage to somebody who needed it, so I don't even have sage. Go to that. I'm that psychic shop with the sage. I know, but I haven't. I haven't really been. Can you just get any sage, to? or do you have to get like very specific sage? Personally, for me, I feel like sage. You want to go to a shop that has good energy because if you're going to a shop that has shitty energy or just like bad energy. Like, when you take the sage, it still has that energy, if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. So I'm very picky about where I get my sage. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Hi. So if you're here for murder, tune in next week. <laughs> <laughs> no, you yeah. are, our show is about creepy, Everything. paranormal shit, this hauntings. It's not a dream. Oh, that <laughs> makes it worse. True crime. It's not. Everything we talk about is real in one way or another. So. Yep. Damn, that was good. But with the whole like standing behind, that was actually happened at Isaiah's mom's boyfriend's house. Um, I was there alone because I had to let the dogs out, and I literally it was like one of the scariest things of my life. I was calling my friend's mom, who's the medium friend of mine, yeah. um, for help, and she did not pick up. She didn't even get the phone calls. I called, I because there's something weird going on at the house, like that was really starting to scare me, and um, so I called her dad. What? I'm just I'm just like looking around because I'm like, what the fuck? I'm so freaked out. <laughs> so I called out. her dad and he said it sounded like somebody was crying and I wasn't no. crying. And then sure? he kept sa- saying that it sounded like a little girl was talking. But it, I what like you guys hear my voice. It sounded like he said it sounded like a little girl and it would keep cutting out. And every time he would try to tell this. me what to do, like on my way there, it, it would cut out the minute he tried to tell me. I hate this. I like wish I could make this stuff. This is why like Shit. I believe a lot of stuff is because I've had some really crazy stuff happen. Fuck. And when I got there, it was just like a feeling of just like dread. Like there mm-hmm. was a guy there that eventually we had to get rid of. He actually followed me home that night. Um, but he literally stood right behind me. I was on the phone. He's like, just like, tell him like, he has to leave. You have like your angels and everything. He was standing behind me and breathing over my head. I can't. And it was like one of the scariest things of my life. I honestly cried. I How was so did you scared. not tell me about this before? You told me about the Jerome story and you told me about your friend's dog being weird. <gasps> 
Oh, my friend's dog, where yeah. I started cleansing the house. Yeah. It was the first time in three days that she had gotten off the couch. Right. Yeah, yeah. that was crazy. So, um, yeah, this one was really creepy. So, as I left, he was in the backseat of my car, kind of like the Oh, my thing. God. This was, like, not even that long ago, And right? so I went to, yeah, this like was, like, maybe. No, no, year. this was, like, two two years no maybe like a year wasn't it last ago. year I, think I remember when actually... you were taking care of those dogs wasn't it when you the last time and you were like complaining about how like you had to take care of the dogs or something yeah probably well they make us dog sit for them a lot it oh. might have been last year because i forgot we just moved into our place and he didn't move in with me until like september so it actually okay. might have been this time last year um but i got to my friend's mom's house she started cleansing me and the minute we got into the car we could both like the back window was completely dark like you couldn't see through it and so then she cleansed it, and it was gone, and we never saw it again. It was great. Oh, my God. The end. <gasps> One of my gross stories. But, yeah. I love it. But so I there we it. go. <laughs> <laughs> True. Jesus. Same. <laughs> Guys, I hope you enjoy these these conversations yes. because we are full of them. If you want Joy more full of them. ghost stories or paranormal stories, you know, let us know. If you just want some more fathers, If y'all want some more back. daddies, please come back. We're full of it. All, All right. That does not we sound are right. Full We're full of daddy rim no, of fathers. Fill <laughs> me up, can't. Dad. Ew! I just said I'm dad so instead of daddy. Ew! <laughs> <laughs> it's not like daddy is much better. <laughs> I hate throw up. <laughs> there was something that I was going to talk to you about at the end of this podcast, but I don't remember what it was. We have to talk about our movie recommendations. There's something I was actually... I don't remember. Maybe okay. I'll remember it. Anyways, so my movie recommendation was... I actually didn't totally hate that movie that we watched the other day, but it was pretty funny. The Thai one? Yeah, The Promise. Yeah, honestly, it was... It was for the most part, it, it had some pretty, pretty creepy scenes. Oh, yeah. Dude, that Oh, my God. No, it had some creepy scenes. But so, the ending was kind of like, eh. So we watched this movie. This is my recommendation because I didn't hate it. Oh, my recommendation is actually The Silenced. I love that movie. And How I still want to watch, watch it with you. Um, but we watched this movie called... Sorry, I think John's home. Either um, John's home or the air conditioning. Or the AC. <laughs> so we watched this movie called um, The Promise. It's like a Thai movie. Um, no, Taiwanese. Thai. Was it Thai? Mm-hmm. Okay. It was one of the above. and <laughs> It was Thai from Thailand. <laughs> <laughs> so um, it's about these two girls who are like best friends, but they're both going through really, really rough times. Um, and their dads were working on this building, and then like the building funding got shut down, so they didn't pretty much have jobs. And the girls decided like together that they were going to kill themselves. So one girl, this is literally like the first scene in the movie, one girl kills herself and the other one chickens out and runs. Mm-hmm. And um, then it's like about like what 20 years next. later, I think. Mm-hmm. And then like the ghost comes the rest back. Of, most of the movie is like present day, but yeah. it starts in like the late 90s, yeah. like mid 90s. It's kind of fun because they have like pagers and stuff. It's pretty Yeah, fun. in the beginning it's like mid 90s Thailand where there was like an mm-hmm. economic crash and it's like Look at my tiny petite pager, and it's just, it's cute. So it's actually pretty good. The only thing I have to complain, and y'all will notice, the dramatic music. <laughs> I forgot about the music. <laughs> Usually in the beginning. Like, literally, it would be like, I don't even know, like you drop a pencil, it'd be like, ah, it's, it's, oh fuck. it's like a novella. It's like a, <laughs> I feel like the super just sad music or the super like, fuck, dun, 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 like just like the worst. Yeah, it's like 
is like like the oh, scene would actually I be don't upsetting. have money to go to school la, ta, ta, ta. like a zoom in and like fading <gasps> yes. of the face oh and a tear god. rolls down oh my god it's the like, beginning makes it seem like it's like a cheesy drama but I swear yes to god, we almost didn't well, I was like nah. it gets better as and soon it as it so switches good. to present day I think it gets and much like, better and like they still do have like the dramatic music and it kind of ruins some of the scenes but the scenes are so good sometimes they outshine it so it's fine. I loved it even despite that I just I, I loved it so there is my recommendation what is yours okay I'm gonna recommend a Thai movie as well because Ooh. let's let's just keep it on this Ooh. fucking Thai yes so and now I'm like oh which one I've seen a lot of Thai movies that I like a lot a lot of Thai horror movies are like fucking fantastic but I'll go with um I'll go with phobia because I think one of the phobias is on streaming services right now whether it's Netflix or Hulu or I Amazon. Think it's on Netflix. I think it was Netflix as well. I'd have to check, but um, sometimes it's it's spelled like the number four and then B I A like four B I A, or sometimes it's just spelled out phobia like P H O B I A. Um, and there's I think three of them. Mm-hmm. So they're basically um, they are an anth- anthology. Yeah, where it's like short stories like three or four short stories in one movie mm-hmm. which I am obsessed with horror anthologies yeah. I love any like uh wreck no that's not right like the VHS one VHS I was like that's not right what am I thinking of VHS like Parks and Rec <laughs> similar to that where it's a couple of short stories I love those because I have a short attention span yeah so these are so fucking good and I think the first one you know was I don't know they started making them like early 2000s, maybe mid-2000s. And they just get better and better, in my opinion. Um, And I'm just going to throw it in there because there's two different horror anthologies that are, to me, very similar. Mm -hmm. Um, One's called Phobia, and one's called 3 a.m. So I would suggest both of them. They're kind of the same in my mind. Phobia was, like, the OG original one. but So, yeah, 3 a.m. or Phobia. Both are great horror Mm -hmm. anthologies. Um, And some of the segments are like horror comedy as well so it kind of breaks it up from like really mm-hmm. creepy to like <laughs> there's one i think it's in 3 a.m that is it takes <laughs> oh no oh no i don't even like horror comedy and i was fucking <laughs> dying but it takes place in this this office building where everyone just keeps pranking each other mm-hmm. like scary pranks like they'll do pull, pull like a dummy of themselves like hung in their office and they're like oh no he killed himself and they're like ha, 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 i got you and it just goes on and on and oh my fuck it oh is my so God. good that's ooh. they're great okay i'm gonna shut the fuck up i, I have three more suggestions i just thought oh, of because shit. i will literally forget if we don't talk about them now do it. one is my second favorite tv show if you watch all the way through oh, my first favorite is avatar the last airbender i, I just need to throw that. that out there it's my favorite show in the entire world <laughs> and then second was a show that i think you told me that you started watching one time but you didn't really get into i know what you're gonna say what it's like fujiko fujiko or, yeah i it remembered it literally so good it is about this girl and she's on her way home um from school and um she gets home and her mom had killed her dad and then like kills her and was like i will think like you'll think i can't remember exactly what it was and like what she says is like has so much meaning Mm -hmm. um but so her mom is in jail this is like i don't know maybe like 
15 years later, something like that, and her little sister, who'd been doing all this research and started like trying to interview the mom to figure out what had happened, ends up killing herself and sends it to the older sister who got like her pretty much throat slit by the mom. Jeez. Um, yeah. And like she has to finish the interview to figure out like it's just yeah. oh my god it is so good it's not and that it long has, either like, right it's only like i think it's like eight episodes eight episodes something like that but oh my god it is so good and it like comes all around it's honestly so good on hulu right i think yeah it was Pretty on sure hulu was for a really long time it should still be on there but it's literally like my second favorite show and everybody should watch it second thing that i was gonna say i already told you that we need to watch this sometime but nina forever Oh, that's right, yeah. Please the, go watch the that. The one where his dead girlfriend comes back or something. Yes, so it's like about dead this guy. His girlfriend dies in a motorcycle accident, and he tries to move on, and every time he has like tries to have sex, his girlfriend, like ex-girlfriend, like all bloody, like so comes out of the bed. it's a horror comedy, right? It's like a horror okay. comedy, but it's really good. It's actually like one of my favorite movies. Okay. And then lastly, Summer of 84. <laughs> we almost forgot. <laughs> oh my God, we almost forgot to talk about Summer of 84. What the fuck? So there we go. We should make a movie podcast because we could just talk, I could talk about this forever. I could talk about pretty much horror anything forever. I just forgetting to bring up Fujiko. And it yeah, just that's came right. To me. And that since we were talking about the that, the first so time you told Japanese, me about that was so back when like you were first doing my hair at Dolce. Mm-hmm. You told me about it. At I also Dolce. told you that I was playing freaking what is that stupid game called? So it was seven oh seven. That stupid Korean game. Mystic Messenger. Oh my god! <laughs> okay, this is between us all. Because I remember I, that. I, I say like... I found out about like a week ago that I spent like eighty dollars on that game <laughs> for all the special stuff. Like I have like the CD. Okay, we're not even gonna talk about it, guys. This game is a mobile like. Like mobile fake boyfriend texting game. No, I don't. Bear with me, no. I don't even know. No. no. So you start out. So you're this girl. I don't even remember how it starts out. Never mind. But you somehow get like trapped into this like secret agent thing. Okay. And like depending on who you talk to, like everyone has like a different ending. But like, right? They like- are gonna have to like. Yeah, it's really good. Isn't it like a romance? Like these, like these, like boyfriends text you. Okay, but I no, swear to God, you can choose a boyfriend. <laughs> they're like these Korean boys. No, no, it's so good. But they're like anime boys, and like oh there's this God. one who's seven oh seven. He's my favorite, and he loves cats. And like he's the one who made the app to keep them all connected. Oh, so you somehow appear on this chat room, and you don't know how you joined it. And um, it's like really deep. It's actually really good. It's not like super romantic or cheesy. It's actually. Okay really good and 707 like made the app and so like if he was a real person he made the app so that you could fall in love with him but then you choose somebody else and after you <laughs> after you play his story and you choose somebody else they make it so that he's he knows but he doesn't t- it's so intense he's my favorite though oh my anyways we're not going to talk about those anymore that I'm leaving. Is this enough. is a good time that is enough. that's a good place to stop it thank right. you guys for listening <laughs> I, we really appreciate it. Summer I hope 84. you enjoy our little movie talks at the end. I, I enjoy them. <laughs> and thanks for not judging us. Yes. And I hope you enjoyed the, the Annabelle haunting story yes. today. I will f- figure out what I'm doing next week. Next two, week, two weeks from today because we are now a bi-weekly, bi-weekly. podcast. I announced it on Instagram um, because we just need more time. 
to we do need things. some time to give you guys the best and we also don't want to forget to have lives because we don't want to get burnt out yeah because we both have jobs <laughs> we have jobs you guys yeah <laughs> believe it or not yes okay yep. so thank you again guys please Please leave us five star reviews on Amazon yes, or Amazon <laughs> on Amazon <laughs> on Apple Podcasts because it helps us get seen by other people. Yes, you don't please. even have to like write a long review if you don't have the time. Just you could just write like sup. I don't write care. Summer of eighty four. That's still yes. yeah, five star. Everyone leave a bunch of reviews that just say summer of eighty four. <laughs> get more people to watch it. Yeah. No, but seriously, that that would that'd be great. We would appreciate <sighs> Please. it. Please. But we do like comments too, so Yes. All right. All right. Thank you guys. Love uh, you guys. Have a good one. Happy Monday. Good night. Watch out for Annabelle. Good night. <laughs>